Go become an expert in the dew point system. Guys, listen it's to what I said. It's a business that we can enjoy. It's a chance of a lifetime. It's going to jump in. We at Dewpoint really believe that this tool that we have created is our future. In this episode, we get to sit down with Patrick and Pumi Latuli, a married couple of duo, continue to work hard for their team, continue to grow, often leading the pack. Uh, they have enjoyed substantial dew point rewards, uh, including uh, Every single one of the trips that Dewpoint has taken uh, for now six years, monthly rewards. Uh, they often in receipt of having achieved more Achiever Quest than anyone else every single year. And today we get to explore uh, a little bit more about them, their background um, to this team, to this business, and most importantly, their attitude towards success. <laughs> <laughs> so how has this year been for you guys? What are we in now? We now in May. In May, beginning of yeah, May. There's eight. been lots of energy in the business. There seems to be this lots year, of energy year, in your channels. How's it been? This year has been an. I mean, I think we started with the positive energy, and also to have everyone in the team, and they were willing to change things around. It's all Don't about you start every year with positive energy? It's different this year. Remember, we're coming Eesh. from COVID. People have been hit hard by COVID. They have to find a way to. You know, to find restoration. Come so, to terms. Come to terms and face the yeah. So I think the said has been totally different. But what made it look different again is remember that we are not alone. You guys also came to the party, the way you changed things as well. You know, you made things um you made everyone who is willing to build to enjoy the business. Mm. So you have you, you have already created a platform for us to be able to to, to build it the way we want and no pressure, not feeling that you have to meet a certain standard and blah, 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 blah. So in the past, I sometimes, when I look this year and look in the past is I felt that we've been putting so much, there's a certain expectations, you know, and we've been emphasizing on that instead of people building the business and, and just freely understanding that this, I'm here to make money with my own pace, without, you know, I felt that maybe this, there's such a huge jump this year. That's what I was thinking uh, yesterday. Mm. You know, remember when we were talking in Nitimina, when I was say, saying to you, Nit, I was saying that maybe we have put people under pressure, that there's this, you need to get to rank nine instead of you getting to rank one first, mm. rank two, rank three, you know? So we get, get to rank nine, get a car. We just, Gave them this huge hope when they start, they're like, oh, start with an energy and suddenly I, I can't find people. Clearly, I'm not going to make it to rank nine. <laughs> so a that, thousand is too much. That thousand is just too much. So you guys came with the strategy, organize five people. And they feel that if they have, uh, if they can achieve that organize, they've arrived. Everyone feels like they rank nines in Argonauts. Yeah. So that they, yeah, they, just, they, they feel like they are ranked nine. Yeah. So yeah. I think for us as a business, we're also, you know, coming out of COVID and having to do business differently, can't bring people into the office during all these lockdowns. And so we also got used to um, trying to figure out how to maximize platforms like Zoom and these things, you know, because mm. Zoom, you just come online, you see all the faces, not that exciting. But mm. I think we started to look for ways to make it more engaging and more inciting. And one of those ideas that came out of that was Argonauts Club, 
right? Um, and you say you've loved Argonauts Club. My team loved it. Argonaut. I think, yeah, sorry. Argonaut is helping our team more because everyone wants to be in Argonaut. Even those guys in KZN, they're fighting to be in Argonaut. Really? Oh, Andile, Bongani. Yeah. Most of them, they are fighting to go to be in Argonaut. Why and do you think they get so every, excited every, about it? Everyone because even is not in our team. Even the other people are not in our team. Everyone is fighting to be in Argonaut. Mm. Yeah, the thing is because we also, me and Patrick, we, we've made it to be a big thing to achieve to be an Argonaut. Mm. We, because it is a big thing. It is a, it's, it's a great achievement to be with Rob Rell and the whole executive with you, mm. you know. And the Argonaut has actually, sure, for me, and my team, maybe it's because we spoke a lot about it. We communicated to them clearly as you guys communicated to us, you know, what you're expecting and your expectations of Argonauts. So it's all about that, that I'm not going to be like an ordinary wealth engineer. Yes, I can't be in ranks for now, but I'm on Argonauts, yeah. you see. So there's a boost that is going to take you to rank four, to rank five, to rank six. Unlike being a wealth engineer forever, you feel that you're putting people, you're not being recognized. You know, so yeah, there's lots of recognition that comes with Argonauts and it feels great. And yeah, and we've also started some advertising this year, some brand awareness on ETV and DSTV. I think that's added to the energy. Everyone got very excited with Brendan doing his interview on ETV. You know, Rob, uh, when it's come the energy again, so remember that the tools and whatever you guys have done this year, the ETV, the Argonauts, Super Saturdays are amazing. Um, you have boosted a lot of energy around us, right? We knew that these things are there. Patrick and I, we can move, come here anytime. You know, but other wealth engineers that are still starting there have that energy thinking that, oh, I'm going to do this with G-Point. And in the past, they were like really not supported in their vision and that, yes, you can... They knew that they can, but they did not know that those tools are just available for everyone. Mm. So the, 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 the Argonauts, you know, I'm still starting, I've achieved five people, but I'm still being recognized. Mm. You know, it, like it put them like to have that energy to go to the next level, to the next level. I start, instead of waiting for somebody to be on rank four, yeah. then like, ah, it's a long journey. So I can't do this. But the Argonauts is like baby step to take you to the next level. To the yeah, next Argonauts level. is about recognizing mm. people, putting in the effort, right? Even from their third month, they mm -hmm. can be part of Argonauts. Mm. Um, and not everyone can just have this kind of access that me and Patty can have. I can walk in any time. I can give you a call any time. But they, they know that they can phone her office, but they're like, ah, it's just too much of a jump. And I'm new. What I'm going to say? You know, when you open a platform like Argonauts, you're like, Hey, I mean, you have achieved. You, they see something that you, they that you guys you see something to them that they did not even see. But, you know, but it's like other guys they don't they don't see Agonat as a big thing mm. because I was like, there's one guy I was talking to him in the in the presentation. He's rank one, but he's an Agonat, and it's 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 so happy to be an Agonat. Mm. Yet there's other people. Uh, they in rank, they they in, in those big ranks, but they're not in Argonauts. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, you're like this 
this thing is not about certain people. Mm. It's about hard work. It's about an effort. It has changed the whole thing. I'm going to change the whole perspective <laughs> about the business. Yeah. That the business is not about certain people, you know. So it's about everyone that's putting an effort. Who's working. So, who's working, yes. Mm. Yeah. Look, I mean, we're always thinking of ways to create engagement. You know, I come from a, a marketing background. And it's always about engagement. How do you get people to engage with the business? And there's a thousand different ways you can do that, right? And so we've we've done all kinds of things over the last six years. You guys have been in business with us for six yeah. years now. Mm -hmm. It's been a roller coaster, mm -hmm. a roller coaster. If you look back to the last six years, you started out from zero, yeah. right? Started building this business, got to rank 12, in how long? Two and a half years? Two and a half years, yes. About. Mm. Um, then we're going to COVID. Yep. Then we come out of COVID lockdowns yes. into this business. If you look back at the six years, <laughs> how You're does like, it how feel? Did get here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. From the first two years, great. The middle years, three, four. I don't know. I can't even say. I don't know how did I make it. But funny, we were doing it, and I don't know, did I, how did I, where did I get the energy to do it? Either way, we kept on doing it. But I think the activity and being involved with the business, even if you hit that rock bottom, you you know that you are in the rock bottom, but there's that hope because you have people that are pulling you through. You know, you guys never gave up on us. You saw something that you didn't even see. You were like, ah! tired of this thing i'm so tired i can't do it but you kept seeing something that we never saw like because uh, if you look at it is the first like third and fourth year i don't know i can't even say what did we, we do don't, that we year. don't remember how, I can't, how we just i was, don't know how we made it we don't know <laughs> well that's why engagement is so important because that mm -hmm. engagement is you being around people that are there to support you when you need it and mm. like anything in life there's ups and downs, mm. right? We're going through a period now where there's lots of energy and it's positive and it's great um, and you feel good and it feels easier, but there's going to come a time when it's going to feel difficult again, right? Yeah. And that's why it's so important to have people, but remember you people who have your interests at heart sure. around you, right? Yeah. People that are willing to push you for your for your own benefit. Yeah. Mm. And the you know the advantage about Dewpoint is to have you guys, to have the executive to have the whole head office behind you you know because on those moments where you feel that you're just pushing and you don't see anything that is happening and rob is like ah you're doing well you're doing well <laughs> okay then the things that i'm doing well you know so yeah the, you've created a good en environment yeah it reminds so, me it does it reminds me of comrades marathon and iron man <laughs> The supporters, because the supporters are on the side. They see the person come running past. The person looks like they're dying. <laughs> they look like you're dying, but they give all the support. They go, hey, you're looking wonderful. You're going strong. <laughs> Keep putting the next foot in front of the next foot. Keep going. Keep going. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. But you feel like you're dying. You feel right? like you're dying. You but know? that support makes all the difference. Because I remember even on the race I did, that route that you used to run was 14 kilometers, right? And the supporters were only in one section. <laughs> then you used to run around the university there in Port Elizabeth. And when you ran around the university, there was nobody there. Ish. Nobody. A, and then that's when you felt the worst. 
And then when you came around the corner along the beach, then you saw all the varsity <laughs> students were standing there waiting for you. And then you stop walking, you start running because you don't want them to shout at you to yeah. start running. Okay. That's all about support. You can't no, do this business alone. No, 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 you can't. Yeah, I know you can't. Yeah. You can't support. I mean, with us going to all these uh, um, trips, you know, the holidays. Yeah, the relationships you the start relationship, to develop. Yeah. Yes, the kids and... Mm. So they, that's why I'm saying the third and fourth day, I don't know how we made it. But one thing that I know, we were in Cape Town. We had a super holiday, <laughs> yeah. very refreshed, like mm. waiting to, you know. And the previous one, we were... How we, old was Yami when you joined the business, your son? Six years. Six years six. old. Because he's turning 12. 12. Yeah, he's turning 12 wow. this year. So we watched him grow up. I sent you the pic this well, morning. Did you see it? I didn't. Oh. What does he think about the business? I look now? at it. I was like, look at this. And look at CN. I was like, hey, it's a tiny thing. Oh, CN was so small. Mm. <laughs> they were so small. But now they're like, oh, the voice is starting to change. <laughs> the voice is starting to change. He's becoming a man now. No, and is, what does he think about this business his do parents are doing? No, he loves it. He no. loves G-Point. And he doesn't understand why other parents, they don't join in, they're not joining really? G-Point. <laughs> no, he doesn't understand because he feels that he can even present it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, does he? Mm. Yes. He knows the business well enough. He knows well the enough. business. And he don't even disturb us when no, we, and when, when we're when in meetings. start getting calls. Mm. Mm. Yami don't disturb us. No, he knows. He knows. He's yeah, part knows. of the business. Right? Yeah. He's part of the business. I understand that we are in training. I understand that we are in meetings. We mm. have Zoom. Oh, you have Zoom, sorry. And you, Pumi, you're not tempted to go back into the corporate world. No, you no, came no, from no. a very corporate world. I don't think so. I'm so used um, to be with my son and my family. Mm. I am so used to do my own homeworks. I, I I think I'll be failing him if he comes home and he doesn't find me there. <laughs> he, he's, he, the confidence that he has, we have, like the business, not only does it give us money and everything, but um, the values and that confidence that Ayami is with us is safe. Yeah, you've almost next. realized the value of being more present in yeah. youngsters. We are very present. Because yeah. you're there very... working around him all the time. And that's yeah. how it used to that's how it used to be in the old days. In the old days, mm. your kids used to be around you all the time, you know. It's mm. only the because story when you come now from school, he knows and... that you're gonna find us at home. He'll yeah. find us at home yes. and we shame, we have created an environment even about the kids, our neighbors' kids. They, I think they feel that there's Yami's and Mami's, uh, Yami's mom and Daddy's Yami's dad there. They all want to come to our house. Hey. <laughs> so you, can't, you can't put a price on that? Eh? No, we can't. Because <laughs> mostly they're lonely and a shame. Like when I think of it, it's like they just want to be with us wherever we go. We go to church with them. The parents, they just give us the kids to go with them. I've got to go to their jobs. <laughs> they go to their jobs. So we are babysitting. <laughs> and is there aspect, I mean, that is a great benefit of working for yourself. Is no, there yeah. aspect of, um, you know, we kind of define Dewpoint as being entrepreneurial. Is there aspect of your personality that you find has some kinship with being an entrepreneur? Do you think of yourself as an entrepreneur or not really? I don't think so because it comes like immediately somebody says that for me it's like scary it's like i'm gonna have to work hard i'm not gonna <laughs> see my family i'm not gonna have life yeah well Dupont is giving us a different environment yes um we are independent but there's the 
there's money coming. <laughs> this doesn't have the risk you know, that entrepreneurship. There's less has. risk. I don't have to spend so much for me to maintain myself to be on this race. You know, besides that is um, there's come December. We excited. There's a holiday that you know that is waiting for you. It's guaranteed. You know, and not that I hardly see Ayab. We in fact we are permanent with him so yeah. it's, it's that opposite you know yeah you hear about real entrepreneurs not going on holiday no, for like five years ten years they don't have life they don't working, sleep working 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 apparently mm. they don't sleep but so, pat you're an entrepreneur when did you when was the first time you started me a lot. doing work for yourself how old were you when you started Ish, doing anything for yourself to make money but i started long time because I was uh, with this herbal product thing. How old were you then? When I started 2000, 2004, 2003. And before that, what were you doing before that? Uh, before that, I was working in Monday paper where they, they make papers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then from there, then I went to this thing. Were you at Monday papers for a long time? Yeah, for a long time. Okay. And how was it then, Zebra? I was always broke. <laughs> <laughs> Were you still working and doing this stuff for yourself on the side? No, or did when you leave I started, Monday? when I started doing the stuff on the side, then I left Monday. Oh, then did you? It was like a bit better, but money wasn't like uh, like two like two point. Yeah, two point is different. And where was Monday? Were you staying near the? Was it a factory? Yeah, it was a factory. In Devon. In Devon. Paper mill or a factory? Yes, paper mill. Paper yeah. factory. Paper factory. Okay. Mm. Yeah, in Devon. So, no, it wasn't far from where I was staying. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't far. But you gave up on that life and decided then you I, were going to work for yourself. Because I was always broke. <laughs> <laughs> so, you it get, you get pay, bit. you get paid today, next day, there's no money. So, then okay. I said. And how many of those, uh, what were they, direct sales businesses? We used to do. They used to make paper. No, I'm saying you know, your, the, your si- the, the networking no, businesses that you joined. In Herbal Life, I was I was uh, Swiss Guard. Yeah. Swiss Guard. I was mm. selling. Okay. Yeah. And go. how many companies did you join before you joined Dewpoint? No. Only that one. It was, oh, it was just it was that one, and then Primary and Enterprises. Primary and then was Dewpoint. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. We never did a lot of things. I never, never did a yeah. lot of network. I started with Primary and then then Dewpoint. Mm. So I don't understand why people they'll tell you that I've done this, I've done that, but yeah. you can't even see what they've done. And when did you meet Patrick? In Devon. In what year was he? What was he doing? Yeah, drop years. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what years, but yeah, twelve when years. When Pat I think, was young and good looking. Yeah. And had muscles. <laughs> yes, I was just going up with my friends for a holiday in Devon. To, you know, we. How long ago? This. What year are we talking? I about? think it was like. 20, oh, 2000, no, 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 2009 or 2008. Okay. No, like, yeah, somewhere there. So he was, was already doing, Pat was already doing his own thing, huh? Yeah, no, yeah. no, he was on his own. That time I saw I was coming to collect the money. Then, no, <laughs> that is why he invited me with that man. <laughs> did, did he recruit you? Yeah. No, he didn't, he didn't yeah. recruit me. I never, did he I try sell any product thing. to you? No, never. No. Never? Never. I never knew about this thing. She's a difficult prospect, this mm. one, eh? No, I know I was not going <laughs> no. to be told all those things because I never believe on those things. 
I so never been. You got married to a corporate lady, Pat. Did you think, okay, this lady's going to bring some stability to the family? <laughs> <laughs> then she left. She no, left he the... was traveling with that Swiss guy. He went to America. Where, where did you go to? And I was like, how come you went to I used to, to travel. It wasn't like. You went the, to Bali, yeah. Went to Bali, mm. Indonesia. And I'm like. Okay, so uh, you were doing well there, right? No, yeah. you're the top. I was the top from wow. there. No, you traveled then. The highest money I earn. Guess how much? <laughs> how much was it? Like 3,000 rand. That was the most? That was the most. Being at when did you realize I'm wasting my time or this is not enough or I'm never going no, to be No, the time rich. I was with, uh, with Prime Meridian. Then you saw big then money. I, then I left. Yeah. I never understood. Mm. Like. Just imagine you had a top but you're earning less than 3,000 rand. Mm. And he's traveling alone, and not you must, with me. You must buy, yeah, you, you must travel yourself. <laughs> you travel you don't, yourself. You don't go with your Get kids. yourself to the airport. Sure. You, you go, you just, you go with yourself. You don't go with your, with your family. Okay. You go by yourself. And you grew up in KZN. Where in KZN? In, in, in Redway. Where was... Where the floods happened. Where was floods happened. As they got affected now again you're, badly, huh? You're very bad. Bad, but not that bad. Because we didn't half, have that. Yeah, the house just... Just half of the house. Just, got just half of the house. That yeah. sounds pretty bad to me. Yeah, it's bad. But <laughs> it's, hey, it's bad <laughs> but because... But it, it never happened. No Whose house was that? It's hey. my brother's house. Your brother's house? Mm. Yes. Sure. And we built it and assisted yes. it in 2019. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, so but everybody's safe, eh? No one got yeah, injured no, they or were no one safe. got lost. Yeah. That's what we thank God What, there were like 450 people killed? Yeah. Yes, got killed. Crazy. Just yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. That was really bad. We look at it, we like our all our PME money gone down the train. <laughs> so why does... A, even to watch the news, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't we're scared. Yeah. So how does a strong Zulu man meet... Uh, the Zulu lady who's grown up in Soweto. Whom <laughs> <laughs> he had to come visit you in KZN. She met you in No, Durban. I met him in KZN when I went for a holiday. Then we started, um, then he decided to move to Joburg because I was like, there's no way I can stay in KZN. There's just no way I can stay there. Everyone is speaking Zulu. I can't speak <laughs> the proper Zulu. Was your Zulu the same as Yami Zulu? I no. couldn't not like half they, off, they, half they laugh at you. <laughs> you really? like you're not proper. Uh, yeah. I didn't want that kind of environment. <laughs> then I used to travel, come this side mm. for work. No, to come and see no, us. Just come to see before, before we had go, AM, then yeah, go before back. we got married. And then, then I moved, went to meet your family. Then the family, yeah. Coming. I like ah uh, uh, I can't. When you serve them, they want a proper way to serve, but they accepted me for who I am, Shem. They understood that I'm from Joburg. They never put pressure, Shem. They didn't judge my you family too was, much. Yeah, no, my in-laws were amazing. <laughs> mm, they didn't yeah. expect much from me. Mm. They didn't expect me to go for water and everything. Ah, there's just no way I can go to the river, me. <laughs> 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 but they accepted me for who I am, man. That was so sweet of them. So, Pat, was that a big uh, transition for you growing up um, and then going to Durban to find work? Where was your school? Was your school near Durban, the city? Or no, it was in were the you city. in the rural area most in of your... In the rural area. And then when did you move closer to Durban to, and start working? 2000 and what? Oh, see, I didn't move. How old were you then? You must have been... 
Were you working in the rural area at all? No. What were you doing there? Oh, only the first job I did was at, at Monday where mm. I was working. Straight out of school? Mm. So yes. you left school, found a job? Yeah. By this time, you could have been the managing director there. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pat has never done like you. I think we all have never, I never done like things. you focus in mm. everything that you I do. Never. You don't move around and hey, I moved anything, around a lot. Anything I do, I used to stress I my focus. mother out. Any lot of things I did, I just did like straight, not doing yeah, yeah, yeah. No, focus, do your best. Yeah, see what comes of it. Yeah. Mm. Maybe didn't pay me. you had hollowed. Yeah. Before you I had hollowed. decided you were going to be a stay-at-home working mom. Yeah. I've been on insurance since since university. Mm. Mm. I never, I never, I never. I also did not move a lot around. But it was a big jump to get to, to the business because my, my mom was like, yo, uh, now you're losing it now. What? Business? Are you sure? <laughs> 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 everything living how like they think that it was a world like everything was you know because so your mom was worried for you no the whole family was very, very the whole worried. family very worried were when they I depending said, on you yeah <laughs> so they're thinking that okay how are you gonna support us you're going to exactly build how are you gonna support us yes you're in the process of building the house and everything then you're saying you're leaving Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to Mauritius, I'm going to do this. You mustn't make these decisions this. on your own. You've got to sure. include the whole family when like, you make a decision. Yeah, Mauritius, yeah. But how are you going to survive? They were worried. Yeah. They were very worried. They were worried. They were very worried. So uh, we had to work hard to make them feel that, guys, you know, there's nothing to worry. Things will be great. But that's serious pressure when you got... No. Family members looking no. at you to support Yeah, them. it's not easy. It was not easy because at that time I didn't have a child. But it was just too much pressure. Mm. No, you know, that no, with us easy. it's different, Rob. You must remember that mm. like with our culture, you know, is uh, it's different from you guys. 18 years gone out. <laughs> us, you can't leave mm. home and you still have to fix it. You have to provide for them and, you know. Mm. Even getting married in Jesus probably it was it's as a problem because how can you get married and leave us like this? You know? Mm. So it's always like that in the, the culture. That you yeah. always worry about a lot of things. Because I think traditionally you have, though you've had to rely on community to mm. survive, right? Yeah. Now but, now yeah. you um, you know, after apartheid is now gone, black people are becoming a lot more independent. Mm. And now there's this clash. Right, because now they want to be people want to be dependent, independent, but you have this cultural pressure of no, no, that's not Ubuntu. You have to support, you have to support. your family. You've got to look after this one. You've got to look after that one. If someone dies, mm. even if it's a a cousin, I don't even know my cousins. <laughs> but if a cousin dies or a stepsister, with dies, you, Rob, if you, if the whole family has if, to be If someone died in a family. What happened? You you don't help. Not financially, typically. Ah. <laughs> we wouldn't even be asked, right? Because I look at my cousins, they have their own lives. They've got their own parents, they've got their own families. They've never needed support from me. Okay. So they bought or from rich. my family. <laughs> um, I've got one uncle very rich. Okay. One uncle who was 
rich for a short period of his life, then very poor. Now he's okay. But they all support each other. Um, but they've never, um, when I say support each other, they supported themselves. They've never had to speak to cousins or to okay. brothers or sisters to ask for support. I don't know if that's a cultural thing or a pride thing or whether they had enough money that they didn't have to ask for help. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, but but I, I, it's different, Rob. Your Tina will never. Because with us, if someone passed away, we I have to go to KZN. And if it's family, because I know, um, you know, one of the cultural differences I find amazing is that, um, oh, sorry, is, um, is that the lady who works for us, our helper, Maria, I speak to her a lot, and she will, she's got three mothers because her father married three wives. Oh. So I get confused, right? Because yeah. she says, oh no, my, my sister was killed in a car accident. And then I say, which one? And then she says some name I've never heard of. And okay. she says, no, that's my mother's daughter. Yo. Then I'm even more confused. Yeah. She says, no, it's my, uh, so in, you know, uh, for white South Africans, we would call that the stepmother. Okay. Yeah, no, right? yeah. Right, it's the stepmother. The stepmother, but it can't be in our culture. So then it's not your sister, it's yeah. your stepsister or your half-sister. Yeah, right, your yeah. half-sister. But for Maria, she'll call it her mother. She yeah. calls it her sister. And you are emotional about it. You're very, very, very involved with it. Yeah. Well, but they would have grown us, up together. Yes. They would have been in the same house mm. together. Mm. They've also but, got the... But with me, because my dad left KZN a long time, and he came to Joburg to look for work and started his own family. Mm. That's how we broke away from, from this whole uh, family, uncles and everything. You know, that's how we broke away. But yeah. if he grew up in, in, in KZN, it was going to be the same situation like Patrick. Yeah. So with us, we are on our own. Yeah. Like mm. when he passed on, it's me and my family. There's mm. nothing worrying that, that we are expecting somebody to help us. We are on our own. Yeah. You see, we like even now, I don't have uncle. I don't have anything from my dad's side. It's done. He passed away. Gone. Done. We are on our own. Me and my brother now. Unlike pets, but you've still got this pressure from cousins and brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts. Because my sister's direct kids, so now I'm directly involved because they were staying in my mom's house. Yes. So now I am directly involved. But if they were not staying with us, mm. it was not going to be a match of a content because we've yeah. got my, my my mom has sisters around. Yeah. So it, yeah. since she passed on, I never even visited them. Mm. They never even came to us. No, they yeah. didn't come. You see, but with because Patrick grew up in Durban. So there were all this, like, I think in one house, there's like different houses. Yeah. So which is all, they have started their own families, but in the mm. one But it gets complicated because mm. I know sometimes the elders will get involved and the elders will tell you, no, it's your responsibility. You must come sort this out. You must come fix this or you must do this. Mm. And so you have that they pressure too. They need to pull him a lot. I'm like, hi, Pat, we can't not like this now. Why is he up? Yo, money for gain again and again. Because there is an, a, there is an aspect where that culture gets taken advantage of because I've got some black friends and they're always complaining because, you know, they've grown up in Joburg now, uh, but they still have KZN roots. Um, and now they expect that they've got to pay Labola. Uh, the wife wants an engagement ring, mm. all these things, right? Yeah. They've got to go speak to the uncles before they get married. And uh, the one guy, the one friend of mine, he'll complain. He says, those uncles, they just want, they want expensive whiskey. Yes. And they just want to get drunk. 
Mm. That's of all course. they want. And so he feels like they get, he, he's getting taken advantage of ah, they do, uh, by this this cultural system. No, mm. so tell, like when we Pet was paying low ball and everything, we went through the same thing. But mm. it was just like, you know what, let's get rid of it and once and done, you know, let them help because you have to even for them to come to Joburg, you have to pay for them. But you're saying you're a family. Why can't they sacrifice? For them to come to the funeral, you must give money for them to come to the funeral. When they come here, Pumi must just pay for them to come. <laughs> <laughs> so I... so it's a complicated world to navigate. I can yeah. imagine it can be frustrating at yes. times. But Now uh, we're building two point. They think that we're rich. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you look rich. We I've seen the holidays you. you've been on. You guys you. look rich. Oh, yes, on the holidays. Helicopter. What's your family going to say when they see you buying a house in Stain City? Hey. They're all going to come running. They're going to say, know. hey, where's our room? No, they say, <laughs> just for us to stay here, they're like, ah, but you guys are wasting money. Why don't you build a house somewhere? My huh. brother, he already showed, my brother showed, he showed me the place where I must build my house. Mm. So mm. I'm just bring the family, my, all, all of us must stay there. Just imagine that if there was a flood. Yeah, we're going, going to, we're going to be dead today <laughs> <laughs> without a place. So how much culture is Yami exposed to? Because now Yami's growing up in four ways. He visits Soweto a little bit. How often does he visit KZN? Yeah, yeah, when they was very no, young. young, yeah. Oh, they were like, so "Why so this man. child is not speaking Zulu?" Yeah, they always shout to say, "Why not speaking Zulu?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's the same with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, white South Africans uh, with their European heritage, especially if you look at the Greeks. You know, the Greek Orthodox. You've got mm. Greek Catholics. Also, very hectic with their with their culture, and even the granny will say, "Oh, you can't." She'll say to the girls, you can't date a non-Greek huh. boy. No way. Right? And Jewish culture, also very strong. Mm. So it's a lot of these deep-rooted mm. cultures that are very, they've got lots of rules hey. about mm. what you But the schools are helping us a lot because um, since he's like from grade four, he's been doing Sizulu. Mm. So yeah. he's doing well on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's gotten know, better now. He has improved yeah. so much. That's so he can, yeah, he can. Mm. You know, but it has helped. But the school has helped us a lot. Yeah. I've got a tutor as well that is helping me with him. So. Is your Zulu improving as well? Mine. I'm Zulu. <laughs> it's not that I can't speak the one that they want. Is it the yeah, high, the high Zulu. Great. The king Zulu. <laughs> king of Zulu, yes. You know, yeah. But Yami, in terms of culture, he's okay. He's, he's chill. It, there's no pressure on him. Yeah. This just and they, don't want, want they want him to talk Zulu. To say why I'm I'm killing him, why I'm I'm talking English with him. But all his friends they talk English. So now what must I say? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I say it's these it's these clash and it's a melting of culture mm. that we mm. navigate. It's a changing thing all the time, you know? Mm. In a hundred years' time it's going to look very different. Yeah. Mm. But we created our own like because now we are a small family, it's only Patrick and Yami mm. and uh, Pat's brother also has one child. There's another one that has a lot of kids. So please how many kids? Three or four? No, four. Speed. Yeah. So I think we have tried now to bring each other like this, not involving a lot of people anymore now. So mm. it gets better in terms of kind of responsibilities and and thinking that we have this million money that you that you just 
take it somewhere, you know. Mm. So yeah, I think for Pat it was too much for him because they all they thought because he's in Joburg, like there's this gold mine where he's getting money from, mm. and everyone wanted wanted that piece of cake, you know. Yeah, if you're doing so, so well, you must share it. Yeah, that mm. piece of cake. But eventually we. Time we had to also toughen up on our side, you know, like, no, we also have responsibilities, mm. you know, for for them, they like, why are you putting a child in such a such expensive school, according to them? Uh, why are we staying in such a place we could have saved, you know, go stay with everybody out there and be in danger. Mm. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't think of all the things that, you know, we think that our priorities are are totally different from others, from them. You know, even people around us, they, that our priorities are totally different. We have, Dewpoint has helped us. We both had same vision, what we want to achieve in life, but we did not have resources to make sure that comes to pass. Mm. But then when Dewpoint came, so it gave us that hope that, okay, I can have this kind of life that I want. I can mm. give my child this. You know, I can retire in a very comfortable way, place, you know. So it did give us that hope to point that, yeah. Because the vision was there, the lifestyle was there. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you get there? You mm. know, that was a problem. So to point made things easier for us. So has, uh, how have your priorities evolved from, let's say, leaving school? What was your ambition when you left school and when you left school? What did you think? this is what life has to offer these are my opportunities this is what i think i'm going to do with my life remember to with today. me it's different from pet yeah because i went to boarding school i had different kids around me you went to eastern cape no no kzn kzn yes okay mm. like very rural mm. oh really yes that's okay. very rural. that's very i was very i cried i think for two months <laughs> why did they throw me in that case <laughs> But then with time, and whenever I think of that, I thank God that I think that my dad did a good thing because mm. I was growing up in Soweto with this kind of culture that I think we were clever. Mm. Then I go to KZN and I have different people like with different values, yeah. great values, in fact, yeah. you know. And it was totally different being a child at that time, doing grade six, grade what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, grade eight, eight I think. Yeah. Yes, that was done at six at that time. So I'm young. I'm being thrown on this thing with strangers in a boarding school. Okay, very fed well. <laughs> fed <know>? well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was scary being a child coming from mom and dad mm. and being alone there. Either way, I had to adapt because they were not there. They dropped me, gone home. Yeah. And how often were you going home once a term? Like whenever the school closes, then I'll go. Mm. Yeah, between yes. terms, yeah, terms, I think at that time, four terms or whatever. Mm. Yes, but then the nice part that I think that that happened that I think I thank God for. I learned to learn different. I, I, I learned to deal with different characters while in the dungeon because we were. I did not have a choice. You know, the way we were gonna find those ones that were very rude, mm. those ones that were kind. You know, the others coming from a families that they can't afford, but the effort that they afforded to take them in a boarding school it was, mm. you know, it was okay. Mm. So and it, what was the school like? It was Zulu. <laughs> like Zulu. Zulu. I couldn't speak Zulu because they <laughs> used to laugh mean? at me. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That, I think that was the part and that the teaching, did you feel like you were getting uh, a good education there? How did you feel about the schooling? 
Okay. Or did you just feel like you got thrown in jail in case? But I was okay, just a different school away from home. Yeah. Because the only thing was that um, they were much stricter, very, very cultured, mm. you know, um, high performance. They wanted to achieve that. They drive, they, they were drive, driving that on us. So they had high standards. Then, they had eh? high mm. standard, but mm. very cultural. Yeah. In what years were you in high school? Yeah, I don't know. When I started high school, when I started nineties. Nineties, yes, yeah, I think around nineties. When did you matriculate? Ninety-four. Same as me. Yeah. <laughs> then I think it was ninety-four because I went to university ninety-five years. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it was the very at that time where it was very very cultured. Then the child from Soweto and out of these people, they're coming from different areas in KZN. Mm. We were about two of us coming from Joburg. It's like, why did your parents came and just throw you mm, there? So far. So far. Well, your, yeah, your father obviously made, well, I say obviously, but he made that decision, like you said, because he maybe appreciated the values you would have learned there as opposed to mm. growing up in Soweto. And I remember you telling me that you weren't allowed out the yeah. house in Soweto, yeah. right? Mm. Because well, they believed that you would have been exposed to things they didn't want to expose you mm. to in the street. Yes. And if you're coming back from school, then you're coming this side. You can't even mix with those people because you're now totally different from them. The way they think, mm. the way they do things. Mm. So you can't. So yeah, I've been always been indoors in jail. Mm. But I was getting happier most of the time when I went to so school. And so what did you study at university? What were, what were your ambitions when you came out of school? No, I didn't have any ambitions at all. I just had to go to university to do what I don't know. <laughs> then I just threw it there because my dad said I must go to university. So I went there. So why don't you think you had ambitions at that stage? Because you've got so many now. I don't think I had any ambition. only thing that I need, I wanted to be rich and make money and live a good life. You didn't have a plan. You didn't I, have well, to tell you the truth, I always say this, that when I went to university, I did not have a plan because we're never given any career guidance, even yeah. in school. Yeah. You see, unlike now you have been given a career guidance. Like you were... Go to school, whether you're going to become a nurse or a teacher. So those things, they didn't really entice me. Mm. So I didn't care about them. Then, then they said, go to university. I went because I was bright. Very brilliant child. So <laughs> find your way there. Mm. Find your way there. Yes. I went there. Okay, what am I going to be studying? Social science. Went to social science. There's nothing exciting about it. Mm. But I did excel on it. it. Mm. Yeah, until I went to postgraduate. Then that's why I realized... Ah, and then I'm in university then. <laughs> then I need to start focusing into getting a career here, yeah. you know. But the, for, my, for my first year, in fact, first, first, first year, I didn't know what was happening. Mm. You know, it was like trying to find yourself out, out of mm. university and in Cape Town. Everything is just... Do well at school, go to yeah, university. I've been a good child. Eh? Get a job, earn a salary. Yeah. That was the plan. And when I did my postgrad, that's where I realized, ah, life is getting serious now. Okay. Life is getting yeah. serious. Then I did that postgraduate. And, and for you, Pat, can you remember being at school, coming out of school, having a plan? Was there a plan when you got out of school? I I didn't have a plan. We never had Find a job. Also, I wanted to Find get a, a job. job. Yeah. I wanted to be rich. Yeah, just wanted to be rich. <laughs> I think everyone wants to be rich. Yes, but we never. Is that a universal desire? But remember, both families. We never had somebody that has been has been big or somebody that has done something. Somebody that has 
you know. So you didn't I, see anyone. There wasn't no, a cousin or had, uncle yes, or no, anyone. No, even no. me, there was no one. No one. No one. No role model to look. No at role you. model around us. Nothing. So when do you think, for the first time, did the lights come on and say, "I can have more than I thought I could have. I can have more, and I can do it myself." For me, I think for me it's pre-ME that gave me because you had a mentor, right, Gavin? Gavin, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I found Gavin in PME. Then I was like, ah, people are living this life. You know, okay. So is that where you met Gavin? It's purely through PME. that networking business. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and then he decided to really help you. No, he, that man. Even today, I was speaking to him this morning. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. That's amazing, right? No, you know, no. Networking, you go all over with network. us. Go to this Soweto. This kind of business give you permanent relationships. Yeah. You know, yeah. That is where maybe we realize that. Okay, it's so nice to work life. with Kevin. Mm. So that's where we realize there's so much in life. There's, mm. there's a life that you can live that, you know, we had this kind of one that we think we're okay because everyone thinks that we do well. You've been mm. doing university, you've been working and everything. But it does not... It was not going to achieve what we wanted to. Yeah, you your know. standards were higher than what other people's expectations were. Yeah. And I think that's important for a lot of people. I know Tony Robbins used to talk about that a lot, talk about your standards. Hmm. If your standards are only here, and I know a lot of people, they get to a, they're very ambitious, but they reach this level yeah. where they've almost met their standard and they don't go beyond it. Yeah. They just sit there. They just sit there and they stay there and they're happy. Robert, but, I don't think so. but if you want to really achieve, like you say, if you really want to be wealthy, your standards have to be up then there. Then they can yeah. do point. was talking about wealth. What is wealth? Wealthy. Hey, that is a big word, you know. And when Jupan came and was talking about wealth, then that everything again came back. We're like, yeah, we then we tap in our world now. We needed somebody to help us to tap into our world. You know, we you, you have this this thing that we think that the being rich is the only way, is the way, in fact. But there was more into that. When it come to Jupon, Jupon said, no, 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 it's not about this. This is about this, you know, knowing that even if you die, my son will be fine, you know. And it was easy to come this side because we knew Kevin, uh, Brendan. We trusted Brendan. Yeah. When the, uh, Brendan leaves that side in PME, yeah, we we are not happy. <laughs> we're not really happy. Because, we're not happy because I remember when when we started with PME, we were just doing business, and Brendan like I remember he pulled me said, and tell me how uh, PME works and everything, how much money we can do. I'm like. I thought we are just going to sell policies most here. Mm. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, it's so important to have someone that Yo. can that can push you to raise your own standards. Yeah. Because it's different for everybody, right? You might have family looking at you going, Yummy's going to a school that's too fancy. Why does it need to be such a fancy school? Mm. But your standard is different to theirs. Mm. Sure they look at your house, they say, Oh, but your house is too big. It's too nice. But mm. for you, it's, it's not nice small. enough. Right? Your mm. ambition, your standard mm. is to have a house in Stain City. Mm. And so while people looking from the outside, some people will look at your lives and go, they've got everything. But for you, <laughs> you still feel uncomfortable. You're still no. not happy because you haven't met your standard yet. Your standard is more. Some people, when they, when, they call, when they call us, when sometimes they find out on Facebook, 
sometimes they, they don't trust people from social media. Yes. They phone with a with video. video. Oh, they when want they to do phone a video with the, Yeah, they do video call. When I they want do, to see where you are. When they, do, <laughs> when they do video call, Rob, you'll be shocked. I'll never answer a phone showing the roof, <laughs> tin, the shack. Yes. And the plank on the back. It's like I'm yeah. not going to sign this one. But that's the reality for many people, right? That's the reality I for say many I don't know people. people how. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, how I many South Africans are living and in they take pictures in, jo- yeah. in Johannesburg? Though? They take pictures Millions. anyway. Anyway, mm. they take pictures. Mm. We don't take pictures anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I find it so fascinating that, you know, people can have similar upbringings similar background but their standards somehow something has happened in their lives where they go my standard is now here i'm ambitious Mm. i want this from my life where other people settle they say how do you settle that they all wish they all they all wish they want want to to be in stain city that's all Uh, you know another thing (laughs) where you're gonna get money we don't know you know when another thing that has helped us is um normally on weekends what we do we drive around and check properties and we just go and dream, you know, get into big houses and we're like, yeah, <laughs> if I can be here, <laughs> yeah, we need to go and work. You know, so I think that's one of the culture that we also developed with pet yeah. from a long time. We used to drive around, yeah. check houses and, you know. Mm. I think that's important to yeah. understand mm. uh, what you want out of this life, what's going to make you happy. You know, it might, it might mm. not be a massive priority. I think if you had to list your priorities, they would be mm. different. It wouldn't be a big house. The big house would be somewhere down the I bottom. I think our priorities is to be safe, make you raise into a, like a child in a safe place mm. and provide, you know, the, we always say that we just need to give him the life that we never had. The, you know, that life on yes, TV. Yeah. I'm joking, not on TV, the real <laughs> one. <laughs> but you know that life on TV, you know, where you are, they think that, yeah, 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 you know. So yeah, that it has helped us a lot. But I'm telling you, two point has helped us have given us so much hope that those things were that we want to achieve, we will achieve them. Mm. It's all about when people are like, why are you guys are why are you still working hard? Duh, we're not even anywhere. Yeah. We have to work hard because yeah. the vision is just too big. We have to achieve exactly. things. Why do we yeah, yeah. On That earth? vision has to be compelling. That's why I think Tony Robbins speaks so much about standards. Because if I've got a certain standard of doing something, like my expectation mm. is for something to be done at this level, yes. okay. or for me to experience something at this level, if I'm here, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm not happy. And yeah. so I will work 18 hours a day mm. to get back to that Why level. somebody must... If somebody out there can drive Bentley, why not you? Mm. If somebody else can be at State City, why mm. not you? I mean, that is my thing. You know, I said to Yami, I remember when Yami was, um, I think he was doing great one, great one, if I'm not mistaken. I think he, he came position two. And he was like, oh, mommy, Kimi, Kimi's number one. I was like, why are you celebrating with Kimi? You're supposed to be number one. <laughs> you're putting pressure on him so early and he was like it's supposed to be number one if there's someone in front of you you have to win you know <laughs> since then my child was like yo i have to mm. erase this time that yami will never allow you to be in front of him now mm. you know but i felt bad because I've, i felt that i've put so much pressure because even now when it, it got maybe like 90 or 80 you know you can see that he's worried that he did not achieve what you know and I always like saying, no, don't worry. As long as you're over eight, I'm happy with it. Are you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm happy with it. 
Mm. You know, so I've tried to relax with him. I felt that I put my child under too much pressure. Do you find, because you speak to so many people, do you find that you're able to find people that seem to be ambitious? <laughs> Can you find them? Do the ambitious people work harder? Can you see ambition in a person when you meet them? You know, people are good to talk. Well, here, they can tell you what you want to hear. Mm, yes. That's the problem with That's this business. <laughs> so you can't predict. We used to be so excited in the past. A pet, pet will be saying, I packed for me this one. Let's give him a chance. I think we've came to the point where we're saying, action speaks louder than words. That's all. That's it. Let, let, like, that is action. Only. We've seen it all drop. In our business, there's no way you can't you, say they'll ambition tell you a lot of things because people they lose hope immediately. Mm. What happened is like we are with us, we very rooted when we do something, come hailstorm, we will do it because we have committed mm. to it. People are so easy just to let go, mm. and I'm thinking, what about your dreams? What about your aspirations? Obviously, don't want to that. Then they'll ask. No, I found something better. All this time, where was your point? The fourth one. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I and got you the right excited. thing. Then I tell Pumpumi, I got the person I got now is going far with us. Only three days gone. <laughs> <laughs> but that hasn't stopped you guys over these last six no. years. Uh, yeah. What do you think are the biggest things you've learned about people? About people, yo. You know what? What are the valuable lessons you've learned? You Just know what? Don't trust. Yeah, don't have much expectations. Don't have, yeah, don't you don't have people. to have like, you know, just let people to be people. Just be let them themselves. Don't put them in your heart and Don't put your place your hope on on, on hope, you know. Yeah. And what we've learned is this business is about us. We are the one that have to do the business. No mm. one will build this business for us. We are the ones have to do it. Yeah. Others, when they join us in our vision, well done. If they decide to stay, hooray. Mm. You know, but it's only us. That's what I've learned on this business. That this business is about you doing it. That's all. Don't depend to people because they'll let you down so bad. Mm. They'll come here, they take pictures. Hey, who, who. Yeah. Well, I think it's an important lesson for a lot of people to learn is that if you want to do this, you've got to do it yourself. No, stop looking not. at other people. Stop being affected by other people. No one will be. Right? Because you bring someone empire. in and they let you down. Now you've placed your, you've pinned your hopes on them and now you feel let down. Don't entertain that. You've got to do it yourself. doesn't matter whether the people around you are building or not building or doing whatever, you've got to do it yourself. But Rob, if you look at it, we like that's what Peter and I said, any person that is wealthy, they had to do it themselves. They've never depended on somebody else to mm. do it for, for, for them, you know. So we're not there yet. So we have to do it until we get there. Mm. We have to be involved. But do we have a culture, do you think, in South Africa with all the corruption? Do we have a culture of, uh, I don't have to work hard for it? Maybe yeah. if I just know something. No, most of them, they like that. Most of them, they, they always have to find the like, easy way. They want a simple, the easy it's, way. It's easy know. way, you know. I always say that I'll never sell my soul for money. Mm. So, obviously, if I can't sell my soul for money, I have to work hard. <laughs> I will never sell my soul for money, sorry. You mm. know, please, ah, please God help me. So, what's next for you guys? Do you have, is there anything you're excited for? Is there something you think about as being your next goal? Is it a rank? Is it a, is it a number? 
that you earn every month? Is it uh, right now a bigger rank? Is you need it? To, to to work a bit harder uh, and go to rank fourteen. Fourteen. I want to go there. Yeah. When I go to rank Petwe, you're talking about the rank 21. I'm like, hey, can yeah. we start to rank 14 first? <laughs> when I go to rank, do you want to go to rank 14? Mm-hmm. We want to travel. Travel some more. And we know mm. the more we Show go yummy. up, the money is going to go up too. Yes. You see? Mm. So. I think what we know, again, whether we're excited about like now, we said um, we just want to focus on seeing other people also earning on the business. Because the more we have earners, the more it brings much energy in the business. We've seen that this year. We have a lot of people that have ranked up. We have seen people earning. We have seen people getting to Ogonot. So it has brought so much energy into that. So our main focus, yes, I want to get to rank 14 and get my, get to the next level with the business. But this year is to increase our earnings, you know, because, yeah, we've got so much setbacks. Like the recent one, you know, we have so With much subject. Yes. Mm. So we have to increase our earnings, but the main we need to see a lot of people earning. Mm. And because it brings that energy in the business. And the more this energy they build themselves um without us being really much involved with them, you know. And that's what I felt this year. Yes, I'm excited, yes, we are involved, but there's not so much burden where everyone I have to be under, you guys do this good, that, that, ah, I'm building it very relaxed this year because they are automatically doing it themselves. They have, a, well, themselves, they have their own vision that they want to do with two point. You know, the support that they get again from head office without me being involved. So it has brought so much hope to a lot of people. So yeah, we, I think this year we're building with, with passion. Mm-hmm. We're building with, with energy, like there's that thing that everyone wants to achieve. It's not one-sided. You know, we're not taking our problems and putting them in the business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we want more, more people earning, more people earning. Yeah. I hope you don't stop with the support though. <laughs> have we ever? <laughs> no, I will have yeah. never, but I'm just telling you <laughs> if you think of me. doing it. Mm. Right now, can you just leave it like this? But right they're supporting, so, yeah. Their support is so good. Mm. And long-term goals, Pat, when are you going to feel like you can rest? What goal do you need to achieve where you go, we can rest now? I, well, rest. <laughs> it has never come to our mind to rest. Never? Yeah, no, never not at all. Listen. What happens if your channel's yeah, earning I mean, you a million rand a month? You've got a house in Stain City, you've got a Bentley. Can you rest? Or are you still I, going to work as hard? you 60... We'll work, but we'll but mentor, we'll help people. We'll, 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 we'll do something still. He wants it. First. He wants I, it. I've never thought of thinking that I'm going to rest now. Because yeah? there's so much to be done. Even if we might have achieved what we want. Pumi's, I mean, Yami's house. He's got a nice Zulu girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I rest. How do you use that word? We rest in this business. Because even if you have Not like easy. achieved what you want, you've got more people in your business that you also want them to experience what, mm. you know, like what you're doing with yeah. us now. So we also need to bring them to this position as well. So mm. I don't know. And again, if we're resting, doing what then? No. Sitting at home, drinking sitting tea. Sitting to what? Uh, it's not me. I don't want to be that cranny. You don't want to be that gogo sitting at no, home. Your no, no, no. I want to be a gogo that drive the Bentleys. <laughs> the, 
posh there. I be like, hey boy, I'm here. Is that your mom? <laughs> <laughs> so the, creating a different culture. Yeah. You know the 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 Penfield of the black community. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the black Penfield. <laughs> it sounds like a TV show. <laughs> yeah, no. The, right now we're just gonna be working from nothing more hard work. This year we saw. We just want to build this way. Don't disturb okay. us. So it's just focus. We just oh, want to work. Yeah. Tempt you with the rest. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't use that word again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome, guys. We Thanks for sharing we don't know with how us. People... Thanks for talking to us. But Rob, how nice do people to... come to say I'm enough? Mm. Enough? Yes, I think I'm... so. How do you get there? I think you get to an age where you like... Which age? I think if you work hard and you've got, you've, you've got some other passions, you go, you know what, I've got enough money. I don't need to Maybe chase money anymore. Maybe. Maybe you do become passionate about mentoring people in the business. Yeah. Then that can be your focus instead. Maybe. Of, Maybe. Instead yeah. of trying yeah. to make more money, so to speak. I think maybe it's because wealthier. we are not there yet. Mm. We're not yet mm. that. That is why we can't even think of that right now. We just yeah. want. Mm. We have so much things that we want to achieve right now. You know, there's so much, so much, so much, so much. Yo, mm. so much drop. Okay. Very exciting journey. Mm. <sighs> Thanks for talking to us. Thank sharing you, with us. I'm sure lots of wealth engineers will get to know you more. No, man, Rob, man. Yeah, no, no, but that's, no, that's fine. It's good because we, we're being real. We, you know, we also have, we are human beings. You know, exactly. we, we've been through a lot. We've been up and downs, you know, but there's a lot of life in life to appreciate. So much, so much. I mean, God has brought us this far. Exactly. He's not going to let you go now. Yes. Nevertheless, thank you so much, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you Tom Tom. Cheers, everyone.